Hello, everyone, and welcome to Storytime with Christian and Aiden. What kind of stories are we going to be talking about today, Christian? Well, today we're going to be telling ghost stories from our childhood. Like, mm -hmm. stuff we've actually experienced or family members have experienced. Uh, nothing like, you know, folklore, that kind of stuff. It's more our own personal experiences and experiences our family members have. Yeah, because who cares about folklore? Well, I mean, we might have stuff later on folklore, but then we'd kind of be stealing from the podcast lore, which, uh, shout out, if anyone knows lore, it's, uh, it's actually really cool, and I, I just bought one of their books, and I'm really, really enjoying it. So, uh, right. yeah, shout out to that. All right, well, let's get started. All right. Christian, you can go first. All right, um, well... We should probably start with the very first one for me. Mm. So, when I was two, I was basically like the kid from from the Sixth Sense, just I see dead people. Because I lived in this old house. We called it the castle because it seemed to have, like, towers. Because we were so small that the little, like, the house looked like it had towers. So we thought, wow, look at this, it's a castle. We were, we were so happy. And we lived in this, such a cool house. Well, for a little bit of backstory for this story, my great-grandmother, my, my mother's grandmother, and my great-grandfather's original wife, uh, she died two years before I was born. And she had a very, very close connection with the family, especially with my mother. And so, when she died, it was very, very sad. So when I was about two, this is four years after she's dead, remember, um... I was walking by a photo of her and my grandpa, Her my grandpa Harold, and I w looked up at it and said, "Mommy, look, there's my angel." Because I had been talking for months about this angel that was up in the corners of rooms, always looking down at me, and there I pointed at my great grandmother, who I'd never met, and said, "There is my angel." Yeah, it's a it was a, it was a really cool story. You want me to tell more about that house because most of my ghost stories are from that house, but I have a few others from. I think we can wait. Okay. All right. Now we will, we will return to the house later. All right. Now for mine. So my grandparents lived in a house since the seventies, and this house is in an area outside of Los Angeles known as La Mirada, which is, as many of you know, in California. Now, this house, nothing really special about it, except for my grandfather bought it in the 70s and never put a dime into fixing anything in it. Well, my dad grew up in that house, and he told me stories of when he was younger. He would wake up to footsteps around his bed, but not seeing anybody. He remembers walking out to a hall that was in this house, and seeing shadow figures or a shining ball of light just floating in the air. And the funny part is, the streetlights weren't working in that area of town when he saw this sphere of light. And car headlights couldn't get into the house. So he just, when he turned on the light, the ball disappeared. And he said the same thing happened with the shadow figure. When he turned on the light, 
it disappeared. There was nothing there. Well, I've been going out to this house for the past five summers now. And the first summer I went out there, I experienced the sphere and the shadow figure. So my dad slept in one room and I slept in on the living room on the couch. Well, my grandmother had been hoarding for some time and the back rooms with that where that hallway was were just full of boxes. So nobody could get in there. No one could really do anything. Well, that first night out there, I was trying to fall asleep. I started hearing footsteps coming into the, from those back rooms. And then they'd stop and start up again. A few nights of this went by and I was like, really creeped out because I never really wanted to go and see what it was. But one night, I remember waking up because I had to use the bathroom and I opened this hall door because the bathroom was through there and just seeing a ball of light sitting right there in my face. And I don't, I couldn't remember, think what this thing was. And I turned on the light and it vanished. Well, a couple nights later, a similar thing happened. I opened the door. There was a shadow figure standing right there, right in front of me. And I had that happen to me again this last summer when I was out there. I'd be standing in the kitchen. I'd just see a shadow walk by in the hallway, not knowing what it was, not knowing who it was, but all I remember is seeing a shadow walk by. Well, the past summer or two, my dad and I and my great uncle and his son have been working on this house to fix it up. His son is about 12 now. And the reason I tell you his age is after my dad and I hit a certain age, we never saw the shadow figure again. We never saw the ball of light again. We still heard the footsteps of it. Well, before I got out there, my dad told me that my cousin was sleeping and woke up to the sound of something walking around his bed. Like literally, he said it was like walking laps. But there was nothing there. He didn't see a single thing. A couple nights later, he heard creaking and woke up to the sight of a rocking chair in his room, just rocking back and forth vigorously. He didn't know what it was or... But he always swore up and down that he saw what looked like my grandfather, which my grandfather passed away a couple years ago now. But he said he swears up and down he saw my grandfather sitting in that rocking chair rocking back and forth. When he turned the light on, the figure vanished. But the rocker kept going until his dad walked in. So that's my horror story i guess but i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it's a horror story it's just more just a ghost story but it's 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 more it's, it's a lot, creepy though it's a lot like mine you know old family members come back to just watch over their family but it was one of those weird things that it was like it's a lot more frightening i should say when you think when you when it, you're yeah. actually in the house with it oh yeah the thing that really made it interesting is it was so much worse before we started fixing up this house. The more boxes that got out of the house, the more paperwork that got out of that house, the less we noticed things. And this last summer, 
Well, my dad started fixing up the house and my uncle and my cousin and I started helping fixing up the house, which was redoing the floors, repainting all the rooms, putting up curtains, making the house look beautiful. We still ended up seeing it less and less. We never saw it again. But every once in a while, we'd still see a shadow figure and we'd still hear footsteps. It's just, we never, it ne didn't occur as often. So it was interesting. It was like the house was using my grandfather's spirit to tell us it ne was time to get fixed. So that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. All right. What other ones you got, Christian? Well, let's go back to that. My childhood house. Yeah, it was spooky because, <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> um, a story I remember is my mother, my mother and I were walking down, we had a staircase that you went down, then there was a landing, and then another staircase that went down to the first floor. My bedroom was on the second floor. All the kids' bedrooms were on the second floor, as, as was my parents, all of our, like, living stuff, and the, the nursery was downstairs. Depending on the night, someday like, like when my sister was first born, the nursery was downstairs. Then they moved it upstairs to be in the bedrooms. See, I don't remember actually really a lot about that house. I just remember some of the stories that came from it. You know, because mm -hmm. this was when I was like from the ages of two to five to six. You know, mm -hmm. I don't remember a lot of it. But my mother told me a story of when we're walking down the stairs and we turn the landing. And we look, and we see a man in a top hat, in a suit, standing there. And as a child, my reaction is to wave at him and say, hi. And then we walk down the stairs and he's gone. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Haven't your parents ever told you not to talk to strangers? It was a very close-knit community I grew up in. All right. My daycare was across the street. There was no such thing as strangers where you grew up. Pretty much. Like, I walk across the street and there's my daycare. It was, it was really cool. That house I also injured myself in and I still have a scar left from it from today. And then also, I was bouncing on a couch and couch brain came up and to gashed in my thigh, but those are stories for another time. You say a couch man? Couch. A couch put a gash in your thigh? Absolutely. Spring came out of the cushion oh. and get, put a gash in my thigh. Anyway... So that was one thing, and also, everyone would be downstairs, you know, we just all talking, all of a sudden, we'd hear footsteps, not just like, you know, creaking of boards, and that kind of stuff, like, deliberate thump, 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 like, real footsteps, like, you'd hear heel-toe, heel-toe, someone's walking, and there's no one there. There's someone living in the walls. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's a different story from my father from his childhood home. One of them. <laughs> That's not creepy. <laughs> uh, I'll tell that one a little bit. Um, but, yeah, we hear footsteps upstairs. My grandma goes, oh, you're, is Chad home? My father. And my mom goes, oh, no, that's just the ghost upstairs. Mm. All right. Um, my bedroom also. A weird green light would, would emit from the closet at night. I had nothing in there that caused light. It just happened. 
I want to. I want to go to your childhood house and. It, it flooded and they redid it. You think it'd still do it again? I don't know, but I all I know is the Fargo um like ghost hunting agency went there and was like, "Yep, there are ghosts here." I'm like, I could tell you that. <laughs> I could. I saw them. I could have told you that much, man. <laughs> you don't need a detective to figure that one out. <laughs> I remember seeing the top hat. <laughs> I actually don't. All right. So. I, I don't. I don't remember any of it, but. I have one final story about the house. Can I just tell it? Do you go it's, it's, right it's, ahead. So we're about to move out. Like we've got, we're in the car, about to go. And we're like, wait, we forgot the dog's dish. Hmm. So my dad's just like, well, that's just kind of annoying. So we went back. He went back and got it. He went in through the cellar because we uh, did what our uh, the landowner told us to do, which was to lock all the doors and leave the key inside. But there's always the store. There's the storm cellar, so we can get in through there, and uh, it has like an unfinished basement, so it's like dirty and it's gross. And so he's he goes through this dark, damp basement, and opens it, the hatch in the house, climbs the ladder, flips on the light, finds the bowl, closes the hatch, and goes, "Well, goodbye, house." And then, boom, the breaker, the all the power in the house goes out. Oh dang. And he goes, nope, I'm out. And he walks out the front door. <laughs> and he just he just gets back in the car and goes, let's leave. And that's how he said goodbye to that house. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. The house was just like, you're leaving? <laughs> there goes the power. No you're one leaving? Cares. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. And then the next year is when the flood happened. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, man, like, it's... Oh, part of my French. Uh, my bad. All right. No, you're good, you're good. Let's see. So, my great-grandparents lived in... I think it... Hmm, can't remember where they lived. It's been so long since they passed away. But all I can remember is their house. They're upstairs beautiful. It looked normal as hell. You go downstairs... And I always got this creepy feeling, like I was being watched. Never knew what it was, never knew what was causing it. All I knew was there was something down there, and it was like watching me. All I remember was like all the photos down there. It looked like they were all staring at you. Well, this wasn't have bothered me as much, because I'd just go upstairs and be like, all right. But as a kid... You always have that sixth sense when you're a kid. You always know there's when there's something bad around. Mm -hmm. I had this sense whenever I walked downstairs in my grandparents' basement. If anyone was going upstairs and I was the only one down there, I was chasing after them like, Wait! Take me with you! And I would run straight up right behind them and almost jump right on their back to carry me up. Because I was so scared of this basement. It was so creepy. But the thing is, the basement looked normal. Carpeted. It, they had rooms down there. They had furniture. It's just... It just... There was something down there. Well, I got a little bit older. And this feeling never really went away. It got a little bit better. But it never went away. And the reason I bring up the fact that I got older with this is when I got older, I was like, all right, yeah, I'll sleep in the basement. I slept on a, a hide-a-bed that they had down there, and I slept on that 
And I woke up one morning, and it was super creepy. I don't know how this happened. But I woke up, and there was a clown standing next to me. What? There was a clown standing next to me. I was like, whoa, who are you? It didn't say a single word. It just sat there staring at me. Did you go back to sleep? What did you do? I just sat I just sat there and it it was like we had a staring contest. It was so weird because it just kept looking at me. Didn't move, didn't say a word, didn't even blink. Well, I was older but I wasn't old enough to be like, "What the hell? Just go away." So, you know when you're younger, you pull the blanket over your head and you're like, "They can't see me, they can't hurt me, they can't touch me. I'm safe." Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did that. When I put the blanket back down, the clown was further away. I was like, what the hell? But it was still staring at me. It wasn't looking around. It wasn't seeing where it was at. It was just staring at me. Like, and it was like deer in the headlights look. It like, was. It, I'm caught. Well, no. It was like, I don't know where I am. I don't know who you are. Just don't, don't say anything. So it had that look like if I said anything, it was going to come after me. I put the blanket back over my head. And I sat there for about five, ten minutes with it over my head, not looking, not doing anything. I just kept quiet, kept it over my head. Put it back down. Crap was gone. So the rest of the night, I had the blanket over my head until I passed out. I woke up, it was light. Walked upstairs, didn't say a word to anybody about this. Just walked it back upstairs. Well, then I remembered something. I walked back downstairs after remembering the clown from the night before. And where, when it got further away, I remembered where it was at. I walked over to where it was at. I noticed that one of the pictures on the wall was of this weird-ass clown. And when I thought, when I looked at this picture, I realized... It was a clown that was standing above me when I woke up. And it was the same one when I put the blanket back down. This clown was the one from the picture. It was super creepy. I didn't know like where this picture came from, but it was just there. And it was like, no matter which direction you moved, you know those pictures. Those pictures that no matter where you go, it always looks like they're watching you. Mm -hmm. This eyes, The clown's on this eye. Or the eyes on this clown are staring forward. You move to the right, you see its eyes move. It was so creepy. Well, the next night it didn't happen again. I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. And I also slept all the way through the night. Well, a couple nights later, I woke up again in the middle of the night. Same difference. It was probably about 3 in the morning. And... Just woke up, because it's just was like, what the hell? And the clown was standing there again. I was like, uh, yeah, bye. Put the blanket over my head and just tried going back to bed. The only difference with that one was I heard it breathing. And it was like, <sighs> it was super creepy. It was like it was so angry, yet it couldn't do anything. 
And again, the next night, or not the next night, but the next morning, it was gone. That picture was still there. And a couple years passed, and I went back to this house, and I thought it was just my me as a young kid. It was my imagination. Nothing happened. Now, remember, I was probably 12 when I was thinking this. I was like, yeah, I can sleep in the basement. There's nothing down there. Thinking I'm all macho. Well, I looked at all the pictures. Clown picture was still there. But they'd gotten another one. And like another clown picture. It was a whole different picture. It was weird. Like a, it looked like the same frame, just a different clown. It was so weird. Can I guess what's going to happen next? Go ahead. Both of the clowns are there. You guessed it. I went to bed. I was like, oh, oh God, no. Like, no, I went, okay. I went to no. bed. <laughs> no, no. I went to bed. Woke up in no. the middle of the night. No. God, I, I hate up, clowns. I woke up in the middle of the night. And both of them were there. They were, ah. just, they were standing there, just standing no. over me, laying on this, this hide-a-bed or whatnot. And they're just staring at me. And the funny part is, only one of the clowns was actually staring at me. The one, the original one, was staring at me. The other one was staring at the other clown. She's like, what are you doing? Well, Why no. are we staring at this child? <laughs> well, no. The thing is, the look that the clown was giving me was the same look the other clown was giving that clown. What was, was the clown like, giving you? What are you doing here? The clown was like, I know you. Did you say anything? It was that kind of look, like if you if you tell me you said something, I'm gonna kill you. It was that. It's the scariest look. You know that. Have look. you told anyone in the story before? I have not actually. This oh is God! The, this is the first. Oh time, God! This is the first time I've told this story. But the, my, guys, this is the recording. If I disappear, it's because because <laughs> you told me the story because of the clowns. But my grandparents... Oh, God, I'm not going to sleep well tonight. <laughs> my grandparents passed away a couple I'm years ago. I'm going to sleep with several crosses <laughs> around me. What, the thing I'm going to put remember, salt in the windows. It, well, it was one of those things. The look that it gave me was if I told anybody else in the house. Mm. But the thing is, my grandparents, my great-grandparents passed away a couple years later after this. Did you ever talk to them? Anything about this? I never did. I, did you ever ask them why you had, they had the clown paintings? And why they got a second one? I never asked them. They were they were really or old. No paintings, pictures. And I was like, I never under, I never asked them why. But these are also those grandparents that had like that electronic fish that would start singing when you press the button. No. And so I just figured it was normal for them. So I never brought anything up to them. I was like, and again, I always thought maybe it was just a dream. And of course, it really could be. I <laughs> hyper. I've mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. had actually I literally had like some of the most realistic dreams like i had this one where well that's the... this creature like it was a lion and i could feel like i could feel the hot breath as it's sitting in my face i felt the drool as it hit my face and it's sitting there growling in my face. by the way when he woke up he found out it was his dog no <laughs> no you know where i sleep my dog can't get up there it was in this bed oh yeah by I the was... way this is a bunk bed so it's up probably about four feet, five feet, somewhere in that range. Like it's actually like it is. I felt this and it was just so creepy. And then I woke up, I'm sitting there, and I'm freezing because the room's so cold. 
<laughs> so I'm like, how do I feel the hot breath in my face? Well, that's the thing. I lean down and ask my brother, and I look, and my brother's asleep, and I wake him up, and I'm like, did you come up in my, my bed and breathe in my face? He goes, no. I'm like, did the cat get in here? He goes, no, the door's closed. So, of course, I spent the... I spent a couple minutes looking around my room for either the dog or the cat in any case that either of them got in my bed. And no, they were both out in the living room fast asleep. Everyone else in my house was asleep. And well, that's, that's the thing, is I'm pretty darn sure it wasn't a dream because I remember fully waking up and looking out and seeing that clown standing there. And my heart just start racing. Because at that time, I was completely terrified of clowns. Now, if a clown comes near me, I'm going to sock him in the nose. Ghost or no ghost, I'm going to sock it. Well, how do you think It's a I ghost? Feel? Well, hey there, kid. I'm from the afterlife to tell you. Oh, no. No. Get away from me, bitch. If you hit me one more time, you're going to hell. Oh. I already know I'm going there. But, no, I, compl I remember completely waking up. And seeing these clowns standing there, and I'm like, "Do you think oh they had gotten the third one? The third one would have appeared." Hi. Hey. Hey. We're in the middle of a podcast. Christian's little brother, everyone. Yeah. All right, but yeah, I remember completely because my brother doesn't know manners and just barges into any room he wants to. But no, I remember completely waking up, seeing those clowns, and my heart, my heart just started racing. And it made it so hard for me to fall back asleep. That's how I knew I completely woke up, is because I also saw color. Like, I could see the colors that were on the clowns. I was like, most of my dreams, I don't know why this is, but it's in like black and white. Interesting. So it's like, I knew it was real. But I never brought it up because I was like, well, it's just the pictures. And I never saw them again. When my grandparents passed away, those pictures, nobody wanted them, so they burned them. So I was like... Why did they burn them? They were creepy clown pictures. Why do you think? Uh. <laughs> I would have burnt them too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it, that was a stupid question. Yeah. Yeah, if you have creepy clown pictures and uh, no one wants to buy them, burn them because they could turn into ghosts. But no, I was like... Were they, like, the first one, do you know anything about it at all? I don't actually, like... Like, was it a family member? I don't know. Or I, just I, a random picture? Like, the other pictures, picture. were, the other pictures, were they family? In the room, it was actually, like, pictures of the old farm that they used to live on. And it was, like, pictures of the old farm. It was pictures of, like... They're the old. farm hands? Any of like No, they didn't. They were family? the farm. The family was the farm hands. Didn't couldn't afford to just like have well, like no. a few people. My grandparents, my great grandparents were before they were married. My great grandfather was the middle child of eight, and my great grandmother was the second oldest of eleven. So they didn't need any farm hands. They mm. had enough. But that that was just it. They never ever. They never told stories about those pictures. All they know is like some of them they did. They were like, "Well, that picture of that farm up there—that's actually the old family farm of your great grandfather's." Okay, what about this one? They said, "Oh, you, when your grandfather, when 
your great-grandfather was younger, he bought a boat. And that was his boat. It was his dream boat. He really loved it. But whenever I got to the clown pictures, I remember seeing them come out. Like, I remember seeing them standing over my bed. So I never brought it up. I was like, I was terrified to tell them, like, where did you get these photos? They're creepy as hell and they come alive. And the thing is, I feel like the reason my grandparents, my great-grandparents never saw them or nobody else saw them is they all slept upstairs. I was like the only one that would sleep downstairs. I feel like they all had the same feeling and were like, what's wrong with this kid? Why is he able to sleep downstairs? Is there something wrong with him? But it was, it was so creepy because it was like, I could hear them breathing, but they never blinked. They didn't move. Like, they flat out standing like statues. Like, they look like they could have been statues just standing there. But you could Were they in the same position they were in the photos? Well, the thing is, the clown, the first one, you know, white face, red, bright red nose, and it was bald on top, and then it had the red sides coming out. That's what the first one looked like. And then it had, like, the bright rainbow overhauls and the giant clown shoes. And I was like, what the hell is this thing doing here? And it looked exactly like it did in the picture. Like, these are little tiny pictures. Full body. Well, the other one... Were they in the same position, is what I'm saying? Like, well, the, th- like the way their body was, is it the same it's, way? It looked pretty much the exact same. Because then, the then I, have, I have this feeling that like the painting tank like came alive, but those characters could only really like they were trapped in that form. But the the creepy thing was is the only thing that was different was when the second clown showed up, it wasn't facing the same direction. Like the clown pictures were set side by side on the same wall, facing the same direction. When they came out that one night, you had the original clown continuously staring at me. But the second clown was continuously staring at the other one. Like, the clown didn't have the same... The second clown didn't look the same as its picture. There was something different about it. All I know is it was staring at the other clown, and I couldn't tell why. So... And I never asked any questions, because I was terrified. I was like, I'm a 12-year-old boy sitting downstairs like, Oh my god. See, if that were to happen to me on one of my bad nights, I'd have a gun in my bed. So all of a sudden, there'd be a gunshot in my room. People would ask me why, and I'd say, there was a clown sitting there, there was breathing a clown on just me. sitting above me, and then there was his buddy just randomly staring at him. And, and I decided so, to shoot both of them in the I heads. shot both of them in the head. Sir, there was nothing there. Where'd the bullet holes go? Well, you shot two pictures. You shot two pictures. Oh. What were the pictures of? Two clowns. There it is. Freaking supernatural a-holes. But no. But now the pictures are burned, so most likely the spirits are gone. Well, like all these kind of ghost stories, they always say like there's something like tying the spirit. Either some unfinished business or like they're tied to an object. But that was the weird part. It was like, in the pictures, the clowns were smiling. You know, normal clown pictures. It's like smiling. They're always happy. They're like, hey. But when they're staring at you. Both clowns were frowning. They were like eyebrows pointed up at an angle, angry, but yet had a sad face on. They were like, 
It was just, oh my god. I have this so feeling. Creepy. You know what I have? I feel like um, they're angry because they're trapped. And then I feel, when you guys burned them, do you, do you remember any of that? One, well, what happened is my grandparents passed away, or my great-grandparents passed away. And, like, all of their kids felt like they were entitled to stuff. Like, they all felt like they were entitled to something here, this, that, the other. None of them wanted the clown paintings. They were like, those things are creepy. We don't want those. And you had your experiences with them. You're like, and, I don't want it. Nope, nope, nope. The, what happened was they were like, these are, like, cheap pictures. Why would anybody want them anyway? Well, they had this burn pit in the back of their house. And the day my parents and I were over there... They decided to burn some of the random crap that they had that nobody wanted. And they did. So what they ended up doing was they burned these pictures. They burned a whole bunch of other stuff with it. Shit. Hmm. Never really noticed that one before. Um. What? When they threw the pictures in... And they really started burning. Remember a giant pop coming out of the uh, the fireplace? Like, this is a fire pit outside, but it, like, the pop from the fireplace was so big, it shifted the wood. Like, it shot it up and then back down. Not very much, just like an inch or two. But it, like, uh, well. popped it up and then put it back down. And that was it. But I was like, I never really thought about that, but... Well, the thing is... That like, happened right as we threw those pictures in the fire. Well, I mean, what I've done before, I threw a rock in a fire once, and it did kind of the same thing. That's because it, like, it hit a log at a certain point. It actually caused it to kind of collapse, and then, like, the fire, like, the embers kind of made it all kind of burst a little bit, so it was like... Mm -hmm. And so that could have just been, like, the pictures hitting the wood in a way that made it actually kind of do that. Or it could be something with to do with the spirits being released from it, or if it was, or maybe, like, I know I've had a super overactive imagination when I was a kid, and oh, I no. thought I saw dark figures running around my grandparents' house. Oh, like, trust me. just sprinting around. Like, no. I'd, I'd see them out of the corner of my eye, just continually, I'm like, what? And I'm looking around, and, like, I'd run around the house looking at the windows, and I wouldn't see them anymore, but now that I'm actually, like, looking for them, but, like, yeah. when I stop, and I'm just enjoying myself, all of a sudden... <laughs> Alright, so here's another story. Where's my turn? Hey, you told like three stories in a row, though. Well, that's true, but your, my, your, your story took like 20 minutes, I'm not gonna lie. Well, this is a short one. You know what? All three of mine took the space of like four minutes, This, okay? this is more of like my nightmares. Uh, I don't like nightmares. Well, this is what happened. I'm sitting here. Is this, is this a ghost? Is this a ghost? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Because I had the same nightmare every night for months. The same exact nightmare. It was weird. But what this was is... You know that's actually a like a medical condition? I w used to watch this one movie called Halloween Town. They had Halloween Town 1 and 2. Then you had 3, which was like Halloween Town High. I've heard of them. Well, Halloween Town High has these... They have these really stupid looking skeletons in them. And the two main people are witches. And... They sort of hit one of these guys with a spell, and it makes them huge. But it wasn't an intentional spell. Well, I ended up watching this, and I was like, oh, these are so cool. Well, that night, I remember 
like you said, you had that lion sensation thing. Well, I ended up having it to where I felt like I thought I woke up and I would look around my room and out from underneath my dresser would come two tiny skeletons. And then they grow. And they would grab me and shrink me with them and take me under my under the dresser. And this wouldn't have been all bad, but it was like they had me do challenges every day. Like every night. They had me do a different challenge where the floor would fall out from underneath me and I had to try and stay alive. Or a whole bunch of other things. I can't even remember. They had one that I had to like run up a mountain. And if I failed, I'd jolt and wake up. And it was horrible because I would wake up at like 3 in the morning. And it was like always the same time. If I lost, it was always the same time I woke up. It was always around 3 in the morning. I'd wake up just jolting like, what just happened? And this happened for like months. And eventually I hit a point where I was like, I kept telling myself, Whatever comes out, I'm stronger than it. it. I shouldn't be scared of it. It should be scared of me. And when I started thinking about that every night, I started seeing these skeletons less and less. But I had this happen for like three months straight. Like every night, the same one. And the funny part is, there were some times that I won. Like when I win, it was like, the dream just ended. But when I lost, I got a jolt and I woke up like, whoa, heart racing and everything. So, yeah, yeah. that's that was that one. So Yeah. What do you got, Christian? Well, nothing that I can... I think I've got, I've got a few more for myself. Nothing that can beat my clown story. But I do have some for my dad. Like, mine are all from personal experience. My, you, do you want to hear the the uh, my dad's childhood home or his teenage home? What's the difference? Which one's creepier? I think they're both pretty creepy. All right, let's hear them I've both. Only, I've only been to the teenage one. Let's I've hear never them been both. to his childhood home. Well, let's right? hear about the teenage one first since you've been there. You might, okay. be, you might be able to remember well, something that not very many My dad remember. and his brother, they stayed in their basement. Mm, welcome to the basement, people. So, you know, my uncle, he he had a waterbed. I remember that. I slept in it once. Those are uncomfortable. Why do people have them? Why were they a thing? Uh, waterbeds, it depends on, like, how much water's in them. If you put in enough, it can be a lot better. But if you don't put in enough, it can be a little too squishy. And plus, it takes a long time for them to warm up. Mm -hmm. I, I always remember it was just cold. Anyway, mm -hmm. so... I remember they have this little section of wall that's separated, and then there was a doorway between them. And that was that was how he got into everything, you know? Mm -hmm. In and out of everywhere. And so, there's this one doorway, and then another doorway, and then another doorway in my dad's bedroom. There's three doorways. One doorway, two doorway, three doorway. One doorway. I, I'm seeing a pattern one. of threes in both of our stories. One doorway would lead to my father, my my uncle's bedroom. One doorway would lead to the staircase, which actually it would go to the, the foot of the staircase had two doors, which would be one to my dad's bedroom and one to a storage room. Uh -huh. And then the third door was to the boiler room. My dad stayed in the basement. 
Well, what he told me was, when they first moved in, they watched this movie of, like, a ghost typewriter movie. It was, yeah. it's kind of, I don't know, like, it was in the walls thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden... It's living in the walls. Like, they watched it in that house. And then all of a sudden, they started hearing it at night. They'd hear what sounded like a typewriter typing inside the walls of their house. But Ding. only down at night in Ding. his room. I don't think it even had the ding. I think it was just the... No, the typewriter doesn't sound like smacking wood. It, I know. It's like, it's keys. Like a, it, 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 it was really cool. But, yeah, it never actually worried him. I don't understand. It never worried him. Your dad is also a theater teacher, which would explain why it never what, worried what him. What did was his childhood one, which actually probably I'd call it pre-teens. All right, so that was pretty much the teen house. Yeah. And Let's hear the next one. That one I also, I, I feel weird going in their basement, but it flooded there, and actually the basement's been redone, and now there's no walls there. Now there are no walls. Whatever was living in there got taken out. Yes. Now if there's typing, I can turn around and see. I don't know if that's better or not, but I guess we'll see. The thing you need to worry about is, is it the typewriter or who's using it? All right, next story. Well, that just makes me worried. <laughs> We've got about 19 minutes left. Yeah, we're, we're, shooting, we're shooting for an hour. All right, let's hear it, Christian. If we, if we go over, we'll just say it's because it's the pilot. Um, pilot. So, what? 21 pilot? No! Pilot episode is the first episode. So. Mm. All right, let's hear. Um, so in his childhood home, my dad was a sleepwalker. What he as growing up, he would sleepwalk. Um, I inherited that from him. So like when I was younger, I sleepwalk. Uh-huh. Sometimes when I have really really restless nights, I actually do sleepwalk, and I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. So this was one of those nights, and he. He remembers doing the whole wake up, but not really awake thing. If you know what I'm saying, like you're like half in, half out, like you still don't have control of your body, but you can start seeing things. It's almost like I have it, this one thing where I'll be trying to go to bed and I hit this point where I can see the entire room. But it's like I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I know, I'm awake. And I'm looking at the same exact thing. It's so weird because you, your brain like stops working. And you're staring at a wall. And you feel like you're asleep. Like you, on, you honestly feel like you're, sli- you're asleep. And for the longest time, I actually thought it was just... I had learned to sleep with my eyes open. But carry on. Anyway, yeah, but he described it to me like he could see everything was happening, but he had no control over what he was doing. Mm. So he's just walking. All right. He walks down his hallway, and he see he looks into the storage room of the house. There's mm. this rocking chair in there, and it is rocking vigorously, just rocking back and forth and back and forth. And he walks past it and just keeps going, and then all of a sudden. Finally, like, regains control of his body and kind of just 
it dawns on him what that was, and he still hears it going on. Like, it's not done. He can still hear it. So instead, instead of going back through that hallway and having to turn his back to it, he goes out the doors and comes in through the window. Oh, my God. Some of the creepy things. Like, there are probably hundreds of people that could tell you creepier stories than what we just said. All I know is I think the top one we've had was Fry the Clown one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was creepy because, like, I physically saw them standing above me and like it was super creepy it was I believe, horrible i believe in spirits because oh at, yeah me at, too at my old camp uh we have the camp story of the ruggaroo oh no which is a native american spirit no not the ruggaroo i've heard about it yeah 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 it's it's got many many different stories um i know two of them it's got many different names too oh yeah it's Main, they always describe it the same-ish. It's more like a wolf-ish thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fast, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Really but, fast kills people. Yeah, yeah. If you steal its rocks. Mm-hmm. And Kamenagoshi has the rocks. Sealed under cement. So no one can touch them. Mm-hmm. And then they have fake rocks, too. For people to steal and go, oh, I stole the Ruggeroo. Yeah. But the thing is, that's weird. <laughs> Just figured somebody was taking a shower. But, no, yeah. my sister's taking a bath. Oh. Because the, there's a little wooden panel inside there that actually leads right to the pipes for the bath. Hmm. All right. Well, carry on with the Ruggeroo. Anyway, so my cabin that year had been making jokes about it. We even went to the chapel and had our, uh, like, a, a Bible study th- session there. Mm-hmm. And then we went back to our cabin that night. And me and my uh, my buddy, we were telling them, guys, you should stop making those jokes. Like, seriously. Like, if it is, if it is real, it will not like those jokes. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're like, oh, come on, it ain't real. We get back to the cabin. Doors are closed, haven't been open since the morning. We know that because none of the dust has been, mo- like, the same from, the- it's the same from the morning. Mm-hmm. But then we get into the- our actual cabin where our beds are. And our stuff is trashed. Hmm. There's clothes all around the room. Suitcases are across, like, one of my buddies found his suitcase across the room. Except for mine and my buddy. Hmm. Our stuff wasn't touched. Mr. Rugaroo didn't like those jokes, I guess. Yeah. And then, that night, we're all just about to go to sleep, and, and my buddy, he just goes, Hey, guys. I see these two red lights outside the window. It's just, well, there are radio towers across the lake. And there are. There were two radio towers across the lake. But he says, yeah, but they're right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Like eyes. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and we all just go silent. And I could feel like a chill go down my spine. Because what he's saying is there is something looking in at him. And my counselor just goes, 
uh, guys just go to sleep. Was your counselor in the uh, cabin with you guys? Yes. They the the camp I went to, the counselor always sleeps with the campers. Yeah, um but yeah, we we went we went to sleep and then we we didn't talk about it. It was it was it was certainly something. Yeah. But always in that camp. I can never walk alone. Like they like didn't, it's, it's like a they did, like a they church did, camp. Like, well, like they didn't allow you to walk alone, or it was just like this feeling the you feeling had. The feeling I couldn't, you couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Hmm. Even in a group of people, like if I get too close to like the outside of the group, I just can't do it. Interesting. Well, we have about 12, 11 minutes. Uh, what do we got? I, I what do we got? Um. Well, I know my. My current basement always creeps me out, but I don't really have any stories from there other than the fact that we just found something that feels like a, a, a panel underneath my carpet. We have no I'm idea. sorry, but I was the one that found that. Yeah, yeah. We're walking downstairs to try and do something, and I stepped on this part, and I felt the ground, like the floor shift. Well, I stepped on another part, and I started rocking, and the floor was rocking in... This one area, and there's like a square. I was like, I'm wondering if this isn't like a hatch that leads further under your house. So, but we sort of were like, I guess I, he's like, I guess I'm asking my mom what that, what's up with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next time, and yeah, if I have answers, I will definitely tell you guys. Haha, ha, I creeped you out. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. You did. You achieved. Creeping me out. I told I achieved total creepiness. Why? Clowns. Clowns are black. Alright, so paint. in in conclusion. No, we clowns still have are creepy. We still have ten minutes. Clowns are extremely creepy. We'll, we'll let's just get into a conversation about clowns, which nobody wants to get into. No 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 no. no. <laughs> let me tell you some more modern ones. Mo closer to my What do you mean? What do you mean? Closer to my experiences today. Um if anyone's seen the new Stephen King, It. I have not. Well, there's a scene in it. No spoilers. There's a scene in it. No spoilers. very, very beginning. No spoilers. It's not a spoiler. You're spoiling it. <laughs> there's a scene in it where he sees these two lights, and they're next to each other. Like, You're supposed to think they're eyes. It's, it's not. But you're supposed to think they're eyes. And then he turns on his flashlight, and it's not. It's just laser pointed. Before the time, no, I have no idea what laser pointers were. Ah, sup, Georgie? But it was, it wasn't. But Hello, it was Georgie. just like light glinting off of two objects that were right next to each other. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, then that that if you've seen anything from the the sewer scene, you know, like the two lights appear and then he steps out and it's it's him. Hello, Georgie. Yeah. Right before, like he'll see the two, Hello, he'll Georgie. see the two glowing eyes and he steps forward. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, there's a reason I don't sleep next to my window anymore. I used to put my pillow right there. But then I look out, and there's a street light and another street light close enough together that it looked like two eyes staring at me. That'll make any kid creeped out. Parents, take advice. Yeah. Do not put a kid by a window where they can see two street lights right next to each other. Because they look like eyeballs. It doesn't help that the street light that's actually like on my street corner only half the time works. And the thing is, with how active little kids' imagination are, 
they're always going to think something's watching them. It's like the monster under the bed or the monster, the beast in the closet. Even to this day, I still struggle sometimes. Like, I can't be in the theater at uh, our high school alone. Oh my god, I even have a cre- Like, I've gotten over it, but last year I actually saw... That brings up another story. So last year, we did a musical at the beginning of the year at our high school, which you weren't there yet. Mm-hmm. But we did Shrek the Musical. This wasn't bad or anything. There was nothing wrong with it. But we were in the middle of one of the shows, and I helped with one of the scene changes. So I'm in the very back next to where our shop is. Well, during shows, we have all the lights off back there. Like, not a single light. Got the scene change done. Well, I look into the shop. I see two, like, red eyes just staring at me. I'm like, what the hell? I continue looking at it and then they vanish and reappear same place they just they blink yeah it looked like it flat out looked like these eyeballs like these red dots were like eyes and they blinked at me I was like I'm getting the crap out of here and the thing is during our work calls which we do on Saturday which is building the set the set designer that we had last year told us how the theater was haunted, told us about how there was a theater kid. Actually, he wasn't even a theater kid. He was just really weird. He was always alone. But he always enjoyed being in the theater. He didn't know why. He just always enjoyed it. Well, he kept getting picked on and picked on. And his mental health kept going downhill because of it. Well, one day, the practice started for the theater kids, and they walked into the theater. This boy was hanging there. And what he had done was, he went up to the loft and hung himself. And now, there are times where you walk in, and you see just two glowing eyes. But what's really weird is, you walk in... And he told us another story about how, like, some of the things you might see. You'll see shadows walking in the loft. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're on stage, the loft I've heard is... Of that. I've heard of that one. I've seen it. It's cr- super creepy. You'll be on stage doing a show, trying to see the audience. And next thing you know, you see something moving up top. And you're like, what the hell was that? I'm but so yet, glad my last role, I do, I look down most of the time. How do you think I felt? Our last show we did was Adam's Family the Musical. Our buddy Christian here was Fester. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. I played the part of Lurch, their seven-foot-tall butler. I had to try and look straight the entire time. But my eyes were so high up, I could still see the loft. And you have no clue how many times I saw something walking by up there. It was creepy. Because there's a point where you can see, like, everything in one area, but on another area, it's cut off from, like, if somebody was up there from, like, the knees down or the waist down. Well, there were times where you see the whole thing moving, like the shadow figure just move. There's another time where you only see legs. Like, you can flat out, you can plainly see two black, like, foggy legs walking. 
And it is so creepy. I was like, I could not handle it. And this, this was just this year. But I was like, oh, it's just my imagination. It's just the shadows from the lights or whatnot. But oh my god, it was creepy. And I still remember the red eyes from the theater last year. And I was like, I couldn't go into the shop area without the lights on for like the entire year. I was like, what the heck? Now my mentality is if it comes near me, I'm going to punch it in the nose. If it has one. <laughs> so far, Al, what you've told me, it only has two eyes. Are you going to punch one of its eyes out? Sure. But no, it's creepy because if you go up to the loft, there are like these creepy dolls up there too. There's I always like, hate them. You know that creepy doll that sits up there? I swear it's that. I swear up and down, that thing gets up and is what's moving. Because this figure isn't very big. It's big enough to where you can see it. I hate that doll. But I swear it's that doll. I hate that doll. I absolutely hate it. It makes it just creepy to be That's why. Like, that's why I actually kind of was happy when we hung it yeah we we hung but it. then but then you told me this story and i'm like oh god i think we angered spirits but we no, haven't had anything we, we never hung it last year it was more active last year than this year like you saw it every time it. every time you looked up you saw it but you still see it this year like if during a show if you were to look up and just just look up for a little while during a show You'll see a shadow moving up there. And that doll is still up there, too. It is so creepy. And I honestly think it's that doll. Because that is the only thing up there that's got legs. And it is so weird. Because it's not very big. It's, what, three, four feet tall? Mm -hmm. It's three or four feet tall. And that's about how big the shadow is that walks around up there. I could not sit in the light and sound booth and knowing that I've seen that shadow figure walking around up there mm -hmm. because that's just a staircase down and you're gone. If it ever's like, I'm going to kill you. Maybe you could jump out the windows, but... Ouch. No. Would you rather be having... I figure that either way you might die. Well, if you just drop straight down, actually, that's a safe distance. Yeah, you could drop straight down, but if you were to jump, you'd either land on the stairs the wrong way, or you're going to land in seats. So, but yeah, that it's still creepy. Well, the thing is... You realize that, um, you know where the pit is. So our theater, the front of the stage comes up, and there's a little pit down there. Well, the pit actually used to have a hallway linked to the shop. Our workspace in the theater, there was... a. Where the staircase is in our theater, there used to be a doorway that led down and into this pit. And in the old days, they used to use that for shows and whatnot. So the, the actors would come out of the pit and into there from the workshop. Well, they got in a little bit. There was some trouble with drugs and everything down there. So they actually filled it in with cement. So, but yeah, there used to be a flat out tunnel under our stage I was like shoot I wish I had some trap doors mm -hmm. but we have about mm, 20 seconds left uh, we can go probably longer I do I did remember one story from my mother's church 
Why is it always, what's up with churches, man? Like, come on. Well, churches are a place of worship, and a lot of times there's a lot of connections made there. Like, especially with this story. Um, the ghost in my mother's church, uh, they believe is actually the ghost of his old caretaker. Like, so many things in that church are dedicated to him that, like, my mom, there was no one in the church. She's playing with all the confirmation kids outside. They're just doing a game, you know, just having some fun. And all of a sudden, she looks over to the side a little bit and sees what looks like a man walk by the, the window. Was it inside or, like, outside? Inside. They were outside. She starts heading towards the building, and then one of her confirmation kids who was near her went, who's inside the church? There shouldn't be anyone in there. So they walk in, and they check, and sure enough, there's no one there. There mm -hmm. is no one there. Well, they were, later, later that week, they were talking to some of the ladies of the church, and they were talking about, like, what he was wearing, like, this tweed jacket with, like, the elbow patches, you know? Oh, he's wearing old school stuff. Oh, yeah, he's wearing old school stuff. And then, well, the caretaker's wife, he's been, or he's, he's here, I'm dead. Goes, oh, yeah, that's what we buried him in. That's not creepy at all. Yeah, so the thing he's walking around in is, is what they buried him in. But that's not the, that's not the end of it. Oh, no. My mom always sits... With a radio on in her room. Because if she doesn't, she listens for every single little noise. Because, you know, pastors go into the church, and of course they're going to be alone in this big, spacious place, and every little sound could just be just creaking from the wind. Could be the building settling. Yeah, exactly. So, she turns on music. Every once in a while. She hears what sounds like a hymnal. You know what a hymnal is, right? It's a, like a big, thick book of hymns. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it's someone going and like raising it up and dropping it on a wooden pew. Just bam! Mm -hmm. And um, she has figured out that if she ignores it, in about an hour, it happens again. But if Either any time it happens, she goes and walks into the sanctuary where it's coming from, where the sound is coming from, and says, Hello, you are all welcome. Um, I just want to acknowledge that your presence here is welcome. You are free to do whatever you need to do. Um, thank you for showing your presence. If she does that, there's no more sound. That is it. Weird. Yeah. All right, so... But to know that it isn't just her. She was in a meeting with two other people, and one of them had two kids there. And so they're, they're, in, like the, they're in a hall having food and drink and talking, and all of a sudden, bam, from the chapel. And she just goes, eh, whatever their two names are, I told you not to play in there. Well, she's sitting like this, and the other two are sitting facing her, and right behind her, they can see the two kids are just sitting there right behind her. They're like, uh, they're right there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, now others have experienced it. Okay. And now I think it's about time to end this. We have, uh, we've gone through some, some of my favorite and some of my only stories. And? Oh, and of course yours, <laughs> which are, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I creeped him out for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, if you stuck around the entire time, uh, thank you a lot. And um, we'll see you in the next welcome, one, which, welcome, welcome. Um, well, if you have ideas and I figure out a way for you to send ideas to me, do send them to me because... We can work with them. Yes. We can we will do a tell whole all, we'll hour. Tell, yeah, we'll tell all kinds of stories. I have many, 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 many stories. It doesn't even have to be, like, factual. It could just be like, oh, let me think. Here's a ghost story. Ooh, there's a ghost in a sheet. And he talks about car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I'm Aiden. I'm Christian. And this is Storytime. Good night.